Hey there, Zlatko here. Welcome to What Is My Brain podcast. Thanks for tuning in. I get the opportunity to chat with fellow founders and business operators about their journey and how they got to where they are now, where they are going and how they're going to get there. I'm planning on bringing guests and touching on topics such as running multiple businesses, executing ideas, and just spitballing about random topics and current events. It's a casual conversation, and that will hopefully bring value to anyone that decides to listen. I hope you enjoy it. Thanks for tuning in. All right. First of all, how's your day been, Danny? My day has been phenomenal. Like, just recorded a great in-person podcast. Um, Yes. Just... Just a lot of good energy. Got to work out it before that. So, yeah, no complaints for me. I'm, I'm fucking. Life is great. That's amazing, dude. That's amazing. Well, how are uh, you? I want to. I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. I had a pretty good Friday. I'm over here in uh, Northern California. I don't know where you're located, but our weather has been a little bit shitty today. To be quite honest with you, we got sun like all of this week, and now it's a little uh, like gloomy. So I got to get my uh, light on it. I usually have pretty good lighting in this room. And then all of a sudden it just like becomes gloomy today. So where are you located? Austin currently. Oh, nice, man. I went for my first time like two years ago. It was amazing. Yeah, it's a great spot. It's such good energy, such good vibes out here and feel really blessed to be out here for for this moment. Yeah, man. Uh, Have you always lived out there? Did you move there recently or something? Um. No, I moved out here a couple months ago. And oh, nice. It's it's just been so impactful for just amazing people, just fitness, just everything. It just everything seemed to take off as I came to Austin. Dude, that's a that's literally what happened to me when I moved to LA in 2013, 14. It's just like you get there and all of a sudden it just seems like you get this new energy, new people around you and stuff like that. It's amazing. Yeah, it, it feels so good. So that's awesome. Good. That's awesome, man. Well, thank you for for jumping on the podcast, dude. Uh, I was pumped to talk to you. I told you I I messaged you literally right away after that Dickie Bush episode. And I was like, dude, this is awesome. I'd listened to you. I think I caught a clip of uh, maybe it was a Justin Welsh one and a couple of other ones before that. And um, I was like, man, I love the I love the in-person one so much better uh, than, uh, than the zoom ones. And so I wish we could, uh, one day maybe do a, do a in-person or something, but I want to say thanks, man. Thanks for wanting to come on and, uh, responding so quickly. I appreciate you. My pleasure, man. I'm excited to be here. Excited to do this. And especially cause you have such a sick beard too. <laughs> it took a while, man. This is like 12 years in the making, I think. So, <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> Haven't shaved it for 12 years. Damn. That's wild. Yeah. It's crazy, man. Um, but yeah, man, I just, uh, so the podcast, uh, pretty much I talk to uh, creators, people doing any kind of online work, business, marketing, whatever else it is. And just kind of talking about the journey. So I just wanted to uh, give you a minute to, I, I'm sure a lot of people know you, but give you, I'll give a minute to introduce yourself and uh, what you do, what you're into, and then we can riff from there, my man. For sure. So my name is Danny Miranda. I run the Danny Miranda podcast and I'm dealing with a little bit of a cold right now, but when I'm, it's from so many recordings of podcasts and nonstop and late night edits and all this stuff. So um, I interview creators, entrepreneurs, people pursuing the highest version of themselves, probably very similar to you. And it's, it's amazing. Like just to be able to talk to so many incredible people. uh, I've also like I consider myself a writer, even though I don't, I haven't written in any formal capacity, but just through Twitter, just keeping yeah. my thoughts, bring my thoughts from my head to, to the paper or to the digital landscape. So yeah, I mean, I just, I'm vibing with life and life is, is vibing back. And so that's, that's kind of who I am and what I'm about. That's awesome, man. That's, uh, I, uh, I use that a lot vibing with life and life is vibing back, dude. Cause I know that there's a lot of people doing, uh, doing things that are not vibing with them. So it's good to be a creator and be creating, especially in this climate and everything that's going on, dude. So, um, but tell me a little bit about the, uh, about the journey of uh, how you came about focusing. I know you're focusing basically on, on your podcast. And when I started out, everyone was like, Z man, it's gonna, you know, it's a lot of work. It's all of this. And I knew it, but at the same time, it's just, to me, it's such an amazing medium compared to, like you said, writing. I just started writing like 10 months ago. So I'd love to know, how did you, uh, how did you kind of came, come about and um, I guess how's the podcast growing? Because I see you, you know, just flourishing out there, my man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the podcast came about because I started, 
I put out on Twitter in July of 2020, okay. who wants to talk on the phone? And <laughs> I just put that out to the world. I ended up having such great phone conversations with people that I said to myself, I should probably record these. Those recorded conversations turned into the podcast and slowly but surely it's it's been a it's been an up and down roller coaster of like all right first year i was doing three episodes a week second year i was figuring it out and i ended up doing two episodes a week but it was like whatever i felt like it and then the third year of the podcast which i'm in now i've been going back to that three a week schedule and it just paid such incredible dividends because when i do more I then want to share more. And when I share more, people are more interested. And then when people are more interested, it leads to more growth. So it's, you know, there have been twists and turns along the way of the podcast of building it, but just I feel really blessed to be focused right now, as focused as I was when I started it. But now with the momentum of over 300 episodes of increased skills, of the ability to do them in person, like it's just taking on a whole new level of focus and excitement. So I'm just, I'm just absolutely thrilled. Dude, I feel the energy, man. I, and I, and I absolutely <laughs> uh, I love it. So 300 episodes. Okay. I, I, I got a, how many of those would you say are in person at the moment? Cause I know I'm sure when you started a lot of them, obviously, like you said, phone calls and, you know, zoom and shit like that. Less than a hundred have been in person, which is so exciting. Haven't wow. even done a hundred in person episodes, but some people like think of the podcast as just an in person show, which is so cool. But it's like that was, I believe, episode two twenty four. I did with Noah Kagan, and you okay. could, if you watch that or listen to it, you could feel the difference. You could feel how he is moved by the questions in different ways. He's taken aback. He's we're going back and forth in ways that would be very difficult to do over online, right. but all of those skills and all those connections that I built led to that moment of going to his house to interview him. Like, dude, it's just so wild when you're like, (laughs) this is somebody who I was reading five years ago and I'm like pinching myself. Like I get the opportunity to ask him questions. It was just the most exciting thing ever. And I think that was in May of 2022. It hasn't even been a year of in-person episodes yet. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. And do you have your own studio at at your place or do you go somewhere to record it? So I go somewhere to record it. I have a great friend who I just met. Uh, his name is Noah Heisman. I've had him on the podcast twice. He opened up a, a gym and he also is now opening up a, a podcast studio. So I've been recording out of there and he's, you know, he's the man. He's been hooking it up and, and really, I really appreciate everything he does to like help grow the podcast himself with, with just letting me use the space and just, I really appreciate what he's done with. He has a world-class studio i probably shouldn't be saying this because it's like <laughs> it is incredible gonna hit <laughs> <laughs> everyone's gonna hit him up exactly but like it is it's a a little secret right now yeah of what of noah heisman and, and his uh his studio in, in austin but yeah i've been using that for the past uh month or so dude i just heard uh i literally just heard sam parr talk about this he was or was it yeah i think it was sam parr i think he had sahil on there i watched that episode for a little bit and he was like, somebody needs to create mobile studios where you just park in front of someone's house. It's nicely decked inside, have some internet and and get that uh, rolling and just move around. I think it's an amazing business, actually. Such a great business idea. If somebody could figure that out, you know, there's going to be so many of them coming up in the next yeah. 20 years. So it's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, so you said uh, you said you do some uh, do some writing as well. I'd love to know. Uh, when did you start and what got you to, you know, start building obviously an audience? Was it the podcast that started and kicked it off or was it the writing first and then the podcast? So if you want to know my history with writing, you have yes. to start probably when I was six or seven years old. Oh, when sure. I I say to my friend, you know, my parents read the New York Times every day. So right. why don't we take that over? Why don't we create something that takes over the New York Times? Because if my parents are reading this, then they could obviously read whatever we're putting out. Right. So six or seven years old, I created the Sunny Times and I wrote a front page and back page of just news, weather, sports, just anything interesting to me. I think it was five bucks an issue. I ran that for a couple of issues, but man, I've always considered myself a writer or that that's always been how I felt most comfortable expressing myself. That's amazing. And so I was 12 years old, writing a little league, I had a little league team and then I would write recaps and post them online. 13 had a time management blog. 15 had a Knicks blog. And then it was coming back to myself at 25 and doing that 
and writing and making connections online that happened when I was, you know, 25. And so, yeah, yeah. it's been a long journey. That's, that's awesome. And now the podcast, I know you obviously said 300 episodes. What, 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 can you share any stats on there, how that's grown over time? And, and I guess where you found like that sort of that movement up, up the hill with the podcast and, and, and all that. Yeah, man, absolutely. So the podcast, whatever is currently... you want to share, no, no, yeah, obviously no obligation. Yeah, yeah. No, no. So the podcast is currently at 40,000 plays per month on audio. And, uh, and so it's just, dude. no, thank you, man. It's just grown because I've just put in a lot of work to it. Right. And yeah. like told a lot of people about it and continued to try to become better as an interviewer. And like, what was the moment that it was different? Like, honestly, like, I don't know, like it's just yeah. a slow build and slow grind. And like, you could see the graph a little bit more every, every month. And sometimes it would dip down, but then it would come back up. So yeah, I don't know if there's too many secrets to it other than just like a lot of work and just like episode after episode of being consistent and showing up every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday and like, you know, being a professional about it. Like that really changed things for me was when I said, all right, I'm going to do this whenever I feel like it versus, okay, I'm going to do this Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 4 a.m. You're going to find the new episode on the audio version of it. I'm going to promote every episode. I'm going to do at least three clips from every episode. I'm going to try to push this out as many places I can. <laughs> like just going like that. That's been it. the real differentiator for me. It's just like being a professional about it versus doing it whenever I felt like it. And is the is the I mean that's amazing because I think uh, that that happens with you know as a freelancer you know you go from hey I'm just doing a side gig for a client to be like no I now can pick and choose who I want to work with and how much I want to charge and you start putting some parameters in place that you want to follow yourself so that you you know what I mean you put that work forward so I, I think that's amazing man and, and big congrats on on and growing it. Um, but I wanted to ask you is, is the podcast currently monetized? Is that like your full-time thing or are you, you know, doing something on the side or do you, you know, are you, are you monetizing other ways? Yeah, absolutely. So what I, I was doing for a little bit, I was doing clips for people so that I could pay the bills with right. clips for other people, um, help grow their shows and podcasts. And then my first million sponsored the podcast for a little bit. So that was awesome. They wow. did that for a month and a half. That was incredible. And now bring on some new sponsors as well. So yeah, it's, uh, it's the thing that I'm focusing on in full time, like on it. And it's just, it, and it's currently in a place I want to say where it's like, I am kind of, I can make a full-time income from, it, but I'm kind of not like it, it, it's dependent on the, on the week, on the month really. Like that's the right. crazy part about this. I'm in this like in between stage. Okay. I have not made it quote unquote by any means, but I just see the path to getting there. And I, I have, I built up connections over the past two and a half, three years to allow me to people to have people invest in me and people believe in me. So yeah, I don't I think James Altucher really had a great piece on this, which is like it takes five years to change your life. Mm -hmm. The first year, you're just figuring it out. Right. Like the second year, you know who to contact. The third year, you're making money from the thing, but you're not it it's not enough. Right. The fourth year, you're making money from it. The fifth year, you're making a lot of money from it. It was basically his breakdown. I love and it. I am like, I'm in the middle of my third year and I feel that so much where it's like, I know it's working. I know it's good, but I know it's nothing compared to what it will be two and a half years. I put two and a half years into this. What is <laughs> 600, 700 episodes going to look like? How right. are the guests going to compound? How are the... The audience gonna come like it. It gets really crazy if I can stick with it and be as consistent for the next two and a half years, the next five, ten years, as I have been for the first two and a half. Dude, I don't see that slow. I don't see you slowing down at all with the fucking yeah. energy that you're bringing yeah. today. So I, I love it, dude. And uh, and and I do want to say, man, to watching some of those episodes, I can I can definitely see, uh, especially the in person ones, the the connection and sort of a. Uh, you do a lot of research you do you go you know above and beyond to really encompass who the guest is and and what they're bringing to the table uh whether it's a, you know like i said a justin welsh or dickie bush or whoever that might be um how much time do you actually put into those components for you to really you know shape that conversation to 
maybe kind of what you more want to get out of the person rather than, you know, like this podcast is pretty much we get on and we talk wherever the conversation takes us. To me, that's what I enjoy. And that's what the people enjoy. Oh, but yeah. sometimes I feel like there is a level of that, you know, uh, uh, quote unquote research and you say, okay, I really want to extract this. I know this person's, you know, big into fitness or whatever that might be. So I'd love to know how much, how much time goes into that. Cause obviously that's, that's not easy work to do. Where, when there's uh, yeah, so, appreciate. Much, so much, so much content out there everywhere about people. Yeah. So it's like, I would get this question all the time and I would have no idea. But then when I did the Noah Kagan episode, I was like, you know what? Let me just like go back and look. Right. And for Noah Kagan, it turned into 20 hours of research. Wow. I had, and I had no idea that I did that. Like it was just, it wasn't like I was trying to hit the 20 hour mark. Right. This was just like, I want to learn more about him. I want to get to know him better. I want to really understand him at a deep level. It was a 45 minute conversation. Right. I put 20 hours into it before. <laughs> but and that, that's the crazy thing also about Dickie is like I followed Dickie for literally the past two and a half years. Dickie first came on my podcast when he had 800 followers for episode 21. Yeah. So do you count all the moments and all the time that I spent interacting with him, reading right. his stuff, connecting with him, understanding him? Like that all goes into that interview. I know the key points that I want to hit because I've spent a lot of time following him. Right. And so I have no possible way to, to actually understand how much time I spent with that Dickie interview. But if I had to guess, it was five hours before doing it like that in that right. week. But I would guess probably like a hundred plus of consuming his content, being interested in him, understanding his journey. Yeah. So yeah, man, I don't, I don't know yeah. how to answer that question, but I just know like it's part of me to research people. And part of why I feel so called to podcast is because I'm so con I always want to learn more about people. Like that's just what I do. And so it it becomes really easy for me to research when I'm like, I love learning about people and understanding them and right. diving deep into their story. So I love that, man. I love that. You're you're getting into the into the psychological parts of it. And uh that's uh that's awesome. And is it is it for you, is it more from like the the i guess like the entrepreneurial side or is it more from just like learning like how people just kind of on a every like where, where where's your angle usually because um is there anything else you do on the side right now that's more like are you building SaaS? are you building products are you doing any of that okay so you're just, i'm a okay. studier of, of human beings i love it human beings are my are what i'm actually interested in and I use entrepreneurs and entrepreneurship, which I'm actually really interested in, as a way to understand human beings better. And I, I I'm that. trying my best to get a full 360 view of this person, how the events in their life have shaped them, their own internal growth. The external growth is cool and amazing, and I want to cover that in some respect, but I also want to get into the parts of the person, the human being in their mind. Most entrepreneurship podcasts are going to talk about like, how much revenue did you make? Right. How'd you do it? What's going on? I'm like, how do you feel about making all that revenue? What, I love that. what did your, your friends say when you did that? What, what changed in your life when, when that happened? That's unexpected. And so, yeah, man, I just take a, a different, my own unique approach. People often say like, your questions are so different or unique. It's like, I'm only asking what's inherently interesting to me. That's the only thing I'm curious about. So that's why if they are unique, that's the reason for it. It's just because I'm thinking about all of that research, all of the things that I've I've come across in my own life, and then trying to understand that person through my own lens. And that is going to create something unique. That's the only way. And uh, that's that's just my process. I love it. Have you? I got to ask you, you just said something that triggered us. Have you read this book? Oh, I yeah. It's right here, bro. Oh, dude, you literally just touched on this. You said, I I care about, dude, yes, there we go. It, it's an amazing book. And the reason amazing. why it's, it, it's, it's what you said, uh, you know, you care about your outcome, you, what you get out of it. You're not worried about what everyone else wants to hear. And one of the most important things that Rick Rubin said in there was, the fans come last, you come first. It's all about what you want, the music you want to listen to. In your case, the podcast that you want to build is that. So, dude, that's amazing. I love that you just have that book sitting right there too. <laughs> I resonate so strongly with Rick Rubin. Like he is a dream guest for the podcast. And it's just because his energy of life is just 
vibing with life and mm-hmm. letting it come to him and and operating from a a clear creative place he is living in creativity and that's, so that's so true that right there dude he's living in creativity and i feel that and i believe i'm doing the same thing in my own way and i'm looking for guests who are also doing that themselves i just Absolutely. had paul millard on the podcast this dude is just loving life. He's vibing with life. He's a great writer, but the writing, he's not writing so that he could be a New York Times bestseller. He's self-published and sold over 12,000 copies. And he's just like, he's loving life. And he's like, I can't believe this is happening. But like, I didn't mean for this to happen, but this is amazing. You know? So yeah, man, that's, that's the key to it of just like be one with life and life will take you where you need to go. The by, the byproduct of enjoying things is getting to enjoy them more down the road. Yes. Yes, exactly. You know it's what I like, mean? Yes. It's like the podcast is great. When no one's listening, it's truly great. Like yeah. I was so enthralled with the conversation. Now 40,000 people are listening. I am truly enthralled with the conversation. Then 400 or 4 million, it's like I am still excited by the conversation. This Absolutely. is just a way for me to get my own personality, get myself out to more people. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I asked Brian Johnson, uh, the this guy who sold Venmo to PayPal for $800 million. And he's talking about how difficult it is in his own mind about yeah. how like he he is struggling. And I, I've had periods of downness in my own life. But I said, dude, I can't relate. Like I can't like really understand what you're talking about at a deep level. What should people like me do? And right. his advice to me was like, well, he's like saying, I've never thought about that. But what? I would recommend is like, you just spread that to as many people as possible. And I said, good news, Brian, I'm doing that through the podcast, basically. (laughs) So I love it. I love it, dude. And that's, I think, and it's such an important medium nowadays. I feel like podcasting and, you know, you hear that notion all the time. It's like only, I think 10% of podcasts make it past like episode 12 or whatever that might be. And I'm thinking to myself over here, because, you know, for my for my side of things, I'm always out there building, whether it's products, whatever that might be, doing a lot of writing. And that's just one medium. But then when you get to talk to people, like that Rick Rubin book, I went and listened to the audiobook, heard this voice, his like Zen voice, and then I went to read it. And it's almost like it's reading the same book from two different perspectives. Interesting. It was it was amazing because he has such just a calmness to him. Like you said, he lives in creativity. His speech, everything is just so calm and you're sitting, I'm driving and I'm just listening. You know what I mean? You're consuming it differently. And then you sit down and you read it and you're kind of like having to repeat things a few times. You're like, oh shit. Like, so it's, it's to me, that's like the, sometimes like literally the mind fuck that I get into with like audiobooks and, and, and reading it myself is that I get it from two, especially if it's the author, you know, doing the, the, doing the voiceover. Well, that's the thing. It's like both perceptions are correct. Exactly. Your perception of reading and your perception of listening are both correct, even though they're different. And that's a hard thing to grasp. Yeah. And grasping that makes you smarter as a human being because now you have multiple perspectives. Smartness and, and the education is really just understanding more perspectives of life. That's so it. so you you wanna you wanna understand human beings better? Well, talk to a thousand of them. Right, you you want to understand X topic better? Talk or listen or read a thousand different people who have covered that thing, and you will understand it from all those perspectives, and it will look like a circle, right? Yeah. Like you'll have yeah. a circular <laughs> yeah. view of it, which I never thought about, but it's like that's the cover of Rick Rubin's book, The Creative Act, and so I think it's such an important thing to understand that and not to fight that. That. You, you and your friend could both look at the thing, the same thing, and have two different ways of interpreting that. And you guys could both be correct. And there's a lot of peace that comes from that. And there's a lot of knowledge to be gained by that. Exactly. And I, I had this, uh, I had this tweet not too long ago where I said, you give the same business plan to two different people, you get two different businesses. Uh huh. That's fine. Same, same exact process. And so see that this is, uh, so you touched on something a little bit earlier. So uh, when I was younger, I was always very big into the hip hop world. So Rick Rubin to me, like watched him all through the Jay-Z years, you know, all this other stuff. And man, I got to tell you, when you hear a song on the radio and then you go on YouTube to watch, like even the behind the scenes of like a music video, whatever else it is, 
the, the amount of respect that you get for that artist and understanding them is Dude. completely insane. So going back to podcasting, this is why I enjoyed that podcast with you and Dickie. First, I had to listen to it. I was on a walk with my dog and I started listening to it. And then I came back and I was like, dude, I want to watch this. Like, I want to watch the YouTube. You see what I'm saying? So like, it's yeah. that it's that whole thing. Like almost certain things he was saying and the way that you were asking questions to me, it was like, I need to like almost visual. I'm a very visual person, but like, I need to visualize that because I want to see that interaction between it's that energy, man. At the end of the day, it's a completely different energy. So you, you touched on something really big. And that's why I think podcast is so interesting. Like you can have the voice, you can have this, but then you can have this right here. And then you can, on top of it, have it in person, which is a whole nother dynamic that you get from the whole conversation. Well, Spotify pitched Joe Rogan and they said, hey, it's just going to be an audio podcast. Right. And he said, no, it can't. He said, no, like there's something that gets lost without mm -hmm. video and mm -hmm. you need the video if you really want this to be what it could be because you don't get the Elon moment of... Joe Rogan <laughs> passing Elon the joint. I was literally if, about to say that. It's just we the most never iconic got a meme out of it. We would have exactly. never got a meme. <laughs> and it's so iconic. And that is is why Rogan understood that. He's he's not consuming his own podcast. He doesn't know the real impact of it, but he's like he felt intuitively like, nah, it, it needs video too. Yeah. And and so my podcast originally was for the first 38 episodes, audio only. A phone call basically recorded. Mm -hmm. And that was amazing for where I was in that at that point of the journey. And then I transitioned to video. And then I transitioned to doing in person. And I'm like, I'm getting layers and layers closer to the human being at the deepest level and understanding myself from going from audio to video to in person. So it's a cool journey. Dude, I think the next layer for you, to be honest with you is to almost do one of those, like don't even do a studio, just bring a camera person and go through town with this person and just ask them and have a conversation. Yeah, dude, I, I've been thinking about that a lot because my buddy Zach Pograb said, dude, you gotta do something different. Like different, being different is how you stand out in the world and like you need to do something different. And what we both came to in our head at the same time was like, I should do a walking podcast where it's like, Someone following us around, we both are mic'd up and we just walk around. And it's like, you that would get a different side to people and that would be a different look. And you know what's interesting on, on that point of like getting closer to the human being? It's like in the studio, I recorded in the studio in um, a couple different places and there was a an engineer in the room, like somebody who was switching back and forth. And then I've been in studios where it's just me and the guest mm -hmm. and it's, and it's better when it's just me and the guest. There's something gets lost when there's another person or energy in the room because you're changing something. Something's yeah. changing. Subconsciously I, almost. Subconsciously. I, I try to be like locked in and I, right. I would like to say that it's the exact same conversation, but the truth is something is different when there's more people there. And so, yeah, it's just, it's so cool that like you understand these by doing it. And the the studio that I'm talking about, Noah, excites me so much because it's just me and the guest and that's it. And it's exactly. just so pure. Something so beautiful about that. So when that summertime comes, you're gonna start having drinks in the pool with people and just like having that completely relaxed, whole different yeah, man. I, I dude, just call it Danny on the go. That's what the next <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah, dude, that would be awesome. Walking through Austin, going to get food and just talking to the person, having a day with them and, and right. not worried about the camera person or anything like that. I think that would go a long way with people. And I mean, going back to the music video thing that I was saying, the behind the scenes stuff is always going to be the stuff to me that's like super interesting because you get to see how things are filmed nowadays. These like Netflix shows give you like the, the scoop behind the scenes when the episode is done or whatever. And you're just like, that's the shit I like to watch right there. Yeah, well, I was telling my friends earlier today, I was saying like the behind the scenes stuff is going to be the stuff that your documentaries are going to be made from. Right. And so you better be recording the hell out of what you're doing right now. I have, I'm so lucky to have some of the coolest friends in the world like who are building the future in terms of media. Yeah. And I am saying to myself, these guys, they got to be whatever they're doing to document their own journey, they're not doing enough. They need to be recording a video a day. They need to yep. like 
be I and I'm not doing enough, and I'm recording three podcasts a week. And That's so a lot of podcasts. <laughs> I know. And so I the point is that the behind the scenes stuff, the ability to understand the journey, especially when you've got big visions and you see how media compounds, is so, so important, man. It's so important, especially if you got big dreams or aspirations. And even if you don't, like it's so valuable to lurk, look at and learn about yourself from a previous version of yourself. Absolutely. Like, so I'm recommending everyone who's building something, like record videos of yourself, put yourself like it, it doesn't matter even if you post or not, just have that. It's so, so important. Absolutely. Cause you never know what, down the road, what leads to what, and then there's going to be an early life part of your documentary. Like you said, you'd be like, wait a minute. I have like 500 two minute clips that you guys could put together as like a whole ensemble for that. So no, that's uh, I, I love that, man. And I think that's where I think nowadays also with like YouTube shorts and all of these video components to Twitter now and all these other things, I think it's just, encompassing more of these podcasts coming online and really pushing the video aspect of things. Um, I know people growing crazy on like TikTok and all this other stuff. And it, it's it's amazing, dude. It's amazing. And, you know, some of our clips, you know, when we cut everything up and put it on there, you just kind of throw it up. I'm, I'm, I'm on TikTok. I'm post and ghost. Like, I'm just like, get it up there. I can't sit there. That's and the way to be. You know what I mean? Uh, Twitter is a different story for me because you can have conversations with people somewhat. You can, you know, meet. But, uh, dude, you just look and you're just like, wait, how do we get like 1500 views on this? Like what, what was it about this episode that ever, you know what I mean? So it's an interesting, uh, interesting perspective. And that's, I think the beautiful part about short stuff. It's that you get those bites and then you're all of a sudden like, where can I get more of this? Cause this is, yeah. you know what I mean? And so that's what triggers a lot of it. But yeah, man, I think, uh, are there any other things you're working on, on the podcast to kind of start, you know? Um, I guess uh, growing would be one way of saying it, but I'm just saying like, what are you doing to expand the business and kind of maybe go into it full time? Cause you said you're kind of in this, you know, gray area at the moment. So I I'd love to know what the, what the overall goals are and, and maybe if you can reveal some of the upcoming guests that you might be having that, that, that might give you, you know, I, I'm, I'm sure you got a list. <laughs> oh my God, dude, it's getting crazy. Like I, I'm like, how the hell is this person coming on the podcast or this person? Yeah. Like I, so I what I'm doing to make this like a full-time thing mm -hmm. is I'm I'm reaching out to previous guests basically and seeing, you know, a lot of them are are big time entrepreneurs and seeing mm -hmm. if there's any room in their budgets for podcast sponsorship. And it, you know, this is looking promising so far. So that that's really cool. Um uh, big time guests coming up. I mean Dude, Seth Godin is coming on in a week who you might know from being into the world of creativity of course, and writing. Of course. I have his book um, literally somewhere right. Oh, hold on. Hell yeah. There he is, my man. Yeah. It's incredible. My, yeah. So he is he's been writing every day for the last 20 years on the internet. Marketing genius. And I got an NBA player coming on who I can't announce who it is yet, but Love it. super excited about him. Um, got, I, dude. Are I you at have, least at the point where you're getting requests like, hey, can we have this person coming dude, on? Or is it like, are you reaching out? It's not, I. it's both. Okay. But the craziest part of it, like it never stops. Like Rogan is still reaching out to guests, but yeah, yeah. He, he's still, he's got a lot of inbound. What what's crazy about this part of the journey for me is that I've built up enough goodwill and enough uh, long term vision and enough just social capital where people are going out of their way to reach out to incredible guests on my behalf. Wow! And and I I just feel so honored and humbled, man. Like like I I have this great uh, MLB pitcher coming on. And former MLB pitcher, and he's coming on, and he loves the podcast, and he reached out to somebody who I've dreamed of having on since I started, and that person just said he was interested or down to come on. And I'm just like, what? what is going on here? Like, yeah. it's just the craziest, uh, just, I feel so overwhelmed with gratitude, and just like, how the hell is this happening? And like... I feel so blessed and so lucky. So yeah, man, it's all happening. A lot is coming to me. There's a lot of inbound. There's also a lot of 
outbound of me reaching right. out and it's giving me more momentum to reach out to amazing people because I'm like, listen, there's somebody you admire or respect that has come on the podcast, which makes people be like, okay, sure, I'll, I'll come on. Yeah, yeah. It's that, it's, it's, that, uh, it, it's that level of leverage where you don't have to go out and like shine a light. It's already, their stats are already there. The name's already there. Everyone's already understanding it. And uh, yeah, man, that's that's amazing. And uh, I, I know it's, uh, it's a lot of work, like you said, some of these folks that you're like, oh, what the hell's, you know, I know who you are, but I don't know anything about you and having to do, you know, some of that research and keep that conversation going. And um, what, who's been, who would you say so far, these 300 plus episodes that you've done has really stood out to you? Maybe one or two guests that came on that really gave you a whole different, like either perspective or you got some info out of them. You're like, I had no idea this person was doing this or going about things this way. Yeah. I mean, that's a tough question to answer, but I will say like Morgan Housel is somebody who I dreamed of having on when I first started the podcast and for him to come on, be so generous with his time and support me, it's it's incredible. Like I feel so blessed and honored that like Morgan Housel, Morgan Housel is the type of guy, he sold over 2 million copies of The Psychology of Money. He followed me on Twitter and I was like, who do I even tell about this? Like who even knows that Morgan Housel <laughs> is a human being? Like <laughs> it's like most people don't know who he is. And that's the thing about when you said before about you know, like people know, like, or are starting to know who I am. Basically, no one knows who I am, but like, it, it's growing in, in that number. The brand is growing. The brand is growing. Yes. And, and that's, I think, Danny, that right there, man. Uh, and it sounds like you're already riding the wave, which I love to see. But that right there is where a lot of people uh, sometimes get, sometimes get flipped, where they start becoming bigger than the actual brand. And then you start seeing that dilution where in your, case the brand is becoming bigger where they now they, they're they're here for you know for you and the brand but the brand itself is standing out on a whole different level because people are talking about it the podcast is growing and all these other things and luckily for you it's your name so yes. it, it works really fucking well well yeah lucky today that it's my name right but yeah. when i started no one knew my name and no one was willing right. to click on a podcast that was the danny miranda podcast people are like what the hell is this? Like, why would I get, who's this guy? Why should his name be yeah. anything? And so, but you do enough work that people start to all of a sudden be like, oh, I see that it's not about him. It's about the guest and he's there to learn about them. And by that token, I now resonate Danny Miranda with somebody who wants to learn about the guest. Right. And so right. Th that's a, that's a process that takes time. And if you want to shortcut that process, create the be the niche or be talk about mm -hmm. the thing that people care about. The problem was I didn't know what I cared about. I didn't know the area that I wanted to go down. I didn't know I was going to talk to creators, entrepreneurs, and thinkers. I could have been talking to anyone and I will talk to more than that. Like I'll yeah. talk to NBA players and I'll talk yeah. to anyone really. Scientists, so, whoever. Yeah. Whoever wants to come on. Yeah. Exactly. So for me, how it worked was the path was created by doing the work. Yep. And, you know, like I made it my name and I, it's a risk take making the thing that you are going to be known as putting it under your own, own name. And for a while I was like, what am I doing? Like this is, this could be wrong, but I saw Oprah did it. I saw James Clear did it. I saw, yep. you know, there, there were examples in the past and it's really just about the work and it's really about how, how good the work eventually becomes. So I'm, I'm happy that. Every time that I interact with somebody, it's also a an advertisement for the podcast yeah. in a way. Yeah. Because they're like, oh, Danny Miranda, he has a podcast. Okay, Danny Miranda podcast, plug it in. And uh, yeah, so far so good, two and a half years into it and uh, excited to see where this goes because dude, it's fun. I, I love it, man. And it looks like you're having a, having a blast and... Uh, I think that's what it's all about. And I think that's also a big attraction piece to the podcast is that when people actually listen to it the first time, they almost know what kind of energy to expect going forward. And I think that goes a long way, especially, you know, these past two years, especially you said you started in 2020, you know, did a bunch of episodes, like there was very dark moments for people in those years. So if they can get a little bit of that, like energy, that happiness coming through the ears or, you know, watching it on, on YouTube, that goes a long way. And I think that's, uh, that's really awesome, man. So keep doing the, doing it the way you're doing it. I, I really, really enjoy it. 
what was the energy that you picked up on when you listened for the first time and you're like, this is, this is for me. You have, uh, you have authentic curiosity. You have an authentic level of curiosity that uh, you ask questions like whoever else told you, like you ask questions that some people may not like think about in the moment because you can tell that you did a little bit of that good prep work, not in a bad way whatsoever, because I don't think prep work, you know what I mean? No. But I think you did that to be, and and also I think noticing like with the Dickie Bush, like you had him on before, now you're talking more about his growth and his elevation to what he's doing with Ship 30 and everything like that. So I think to me, um, I, I find a lot of, there's enough people around that are not curious. So when you get somebody that is very naturally curious, authentically curious, it stands out because you're like, oh, I'll be honest with you, man. That's one of the main reasons why I reached out to you. Not because I like the podcast or anything like that. I just like the curiosity aspect of things and just having a conversation. Hopefully this is one of many, but it's one of those things where it's a constant, you know, you think about things because as creators, you know, we're writing all the time. You're, you're building businesses. You're trying to figure out new ways of doing this. And then somebody just sparks your mind when you hear that and you're like, I really want to fucking talk to that person because they just seem cool. So it literally as, as authentic, man, as, as anything. So I, I really appreciate that. I appreciate you for saying all that. And that's really well said. A lot of times we like things, but we don't understand why we like them. And so, and people, the, and to stop you right there, people don't dig enough in yes. when they don't know what they, what, what, what it is. Well, that's where all the secrets lie. When you yeah. like something, you got to really ask yourself, what is it about this thing that I really love? And I try to do that sometimes with people of like, all right, you loved business when you were 17 or seven. Why? What yeah. about business did you enjoy? Like what about this thing were you so inspired by? Because if you can really sit with those whys enough times, you get to really exciting places. And the core, much a much more true manifestation of the truth than what you might originally think on the surface. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, where does that curiosity come from for you? Was that at a young age you were always curious? Were you into sports? Were you like, do you have any idea where that that trickled in from? Or was that something that naturally, like as you started, you know, putting yourself online a little bit more, it started to come a little bit more naturally? I was never a curious person. I would never describe myself as curious for the first okay. 25 years of my life. What happened was I started to meditate and sit Ooh. with nothing. And the more that I did this, the more I started asking questions. What's going on here? Why do I feel more at peace? What, why in the world do I feel differently after doing sitting with nothing than I did before? Why do I feel more calm? Why do like so for me the start of curiosity was meditation and sitting with nothing and literally just watching my thoughts go. And I started with doing 20 minutes of meditation a day. And then it was 20 minutes in the morning, 20 minutes in the evening. Then it was 60 minutes during the day. Then it was just like, like I was living as a meditation and it was just, it was incredible. And so to answer your question, like the curiosity is directly stemmed to sitting with nothing and, or sitting with my thoughts and watching them. And it, that, yeah. that whole process made me who I am, made me curious, made me interested in asking questions, made me look at a bug and be like, what is that? What's going on? How is that there? Look at a tree, be like, what? What? Look at a person, be like, there's a story there. How can we dig in? Like, so meditation's the the core of curiosity for me. Where did, uh, where did that uh, meditation piece come from? What, what triggered you to start meditating and when was that? Tej Dosa, my friend Tej Dosa, comedic bizman on Twitter, he always operated with love and he always operated with kindness. And I said, there's something different about how he is tweeting. I don't currently feel like how he's tweeting, but there's something different about it. And so I could point that out. I could pick that out. And then I said, what is he doing? Well, one thing he was doing, I realized after two years of knowing him, he was meditating. I was like, I know this isn't going to work for me, this meditation thing, but let me try it out. Yeah. I tried it out for a month, two months, three months. And after three months, I was like, yo, I feel different now. Like there's something that's changed within me. There's more space. There's more openness. There's more kindness. There's, I, I, I was starting to understand where he was coming from. Uh, but I, I only did it because I looked at him and I resonated with his thinking, but I couldn't understand how he was doing it with so much kindness and optimism and, and true good heartedness. And so little I mean, I've come to that place myself from just looking at his own things. Like you look, 
go back and look at my tweets from 2018, 19, there's a different energy about them. Right. And so you could even tell from just like the tweets, there was just more uh, like anger, more, more hatred isn't the right word, but just more negative energy. Yeah. And then you look at my tweets today. It's like, I don't want to, I just want to bring people up. I want people to feel the way I'm feeling right now. And so the way you're feeling, you know, it seems like so. Dude, that's yeah. that's seriously touching the uplifting other people, man. That's that touches me. Nothing on a, better. On a whole, nothing better, man. I was uh, I was just talking to my uh, girlfriend the other day, and she's he, she had something happen at a job, and then she was like, "Well, something happened to somebody else," and I can look at it as like, "Where's my thing?" Or I can say, "Ah, there's an abundance. My thing is like coming and uplifting that person and give." And it's just like that that little mental switch. Once it happens, it's very hard to go backwards again because you're just now into a whole new sort of universe of your mindset. Well, I remember, dude, being watching Gary Vaynerchuk when I was 13, 15, 17 years old, and I would say, like, "Why is this guy so nice? Why is he so kind? Why he is he operating with so much love?" Like. I can't do so that. Much empathy, I wish I, so much empathy. So much empathy. So much empathy. Exactly. Why is he doing that? I, I mean, like, I understood why he was, but I couldn't get there myself. And I didn't know how to get there myself. And he didn't, like, give a prescription on how to get there because it seems like he was just born with it. And mm-hmm. that is so cool. But for me, what it was, it was like I started meditating and I started getting in touch with myself and I started becoming more self aware as a result of spending so much time with myself. And then I understood exactly what he was doing and I understood how he was doing it and I was touched by it and I was like, holy shit, like I can't do that. Like I just, I needed to look at the world differently. I need to understand myself differently. Bro, I'd spent 24 years looking externally. I'd spent zero years looking internally. I started looking internally and I started to understand the external a lot better. I love it. I love it. The power of being alone, dude. There's nothing better. Stillness. Ability to just... To just be with yourself, to be your best friend, to be kind to yourself. Like, yep. There's so much wisdom to be found in solitude. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. So, did you play sports when you were younger too? So, I played uh, Little League baseball and played basketball growing up. And then what happened was I didn't grow as I'm five foot 11, but <laughs> the. I guess you look I was way a taller on a podcast. You could have you could have lied and said six three. I'd be like, dude, you're a tall, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I just didn't grow. And so what happened was I loved playing baseball, but I looked at the field and I was like, I can't hit it out of the infield now that it moved from sixty feet to ninety feet. Right. And so I don't know. I just I tried to stay in it by covering sports. And so I built this Knicks blog, and I I built uh, like I was a my high school sports editor for my high school paper. So. I stayed in it by covering it and writing about it, by creating it. media around it. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome. And and so it seems like that's been like a little bit of a track record for you, media stuff. You said writing and all this other stuff. Definitely. It's like, have you done any, I mean, do you still do a lot of like uh, blogging or anything long form writing or? I have a sub stack. I haven't okay. been as consistent with it. Long form writing is hard because yeah. it's like, you got to spend time to think and like, and have that focused energy. And honestly, I've been very poor about like scheduling like this podcast I was 10 minutes late for because I was like, dude, my head's in all these different places. I'm so unorganized, even though I have a calendar and I try to follow it to the best of my abilities. Like I just have a lot going on. And so I haven't really been doing that long form writing. I want to do write a book someday, but like that's, that'll come when it's ready. I feel. Dude, I would highly recommend and not to like plug, uh, plug Dickie, but one thing that unlocked me for writing, and obviously you've done it in the past, Ship 30 was the unlock for me, honestly. And just that, just that consistency of 30 pieces of writing in 30 days. I love it's that. like, you almost can't stop. You literally yes. almost can't stop. Cause you're just like, wow, this just feels so much better. And then I started doing like hand journaling and that's like a whole different like part of the brain where you know you're you said you're all over the place i'm sure your brain's running at 100 miles an hour when you're not meditating and when you are probably meditating (laughs) and uh just sitting there and writing and having to rewind your brain to be like what was that thought again i need to finish that thought you need you know what i mean and so that's been a really really powerful way of me kind of distilling a lot of that information so highly recommend if you ever feel like you just need something to like kick you off a little bit you know when you go to the gym you go the first day the second day the third day and you're like oh i could be in here all the time it's kind of the same exact thing so I, it's so cool to hear how dickie's 
program has unlocked something in you just because I remember when he was launching it. You know, I remember yeah. the, the early days of the program and like, and how he was just a, an accountability group. So it's like, it's so cool how something small can really affect people at a deep level. And I, I definitely, I, I know that's the key for, for the writing habit is just like starting small, doing, having public accountability. And when I'm ready, you know, it'll, it'll definitely start flowing. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Uh, this has been a pleasure. I know we're almost going for an hour. Anything else you want to cover? Anything else you want to talk about, Danny? Any, uh, anything exciting happening? Anything that you're excited about? I'm, I'm, I'm all game, man. Dude, I'm so excited about life. Like, I just can't <laughs> believe I get to live in this body of mind. Like, it is such a blessing. And uh, I love yeah, that. man, I, I'm just... I'm just, I just want to spread the energy. I want to spread the joy, spread the positivity, spread the love for life. And and hopefully it inspires somebody to ask, you know, like what's going on there? Like same way I asked what was going on with Tej or Gary, or I was just like, what's going on there? Right. So yeah, man. I, I love it, man. Well, uh, plug your, plug your podcast anywhere you want people to follow you, uh, Twitter, whatever else it is. Um, we'll get this chopped up. We'll, we'll get it on all the mediums. We do YouTube, you know, like I said, TikTok, Twitter, all of the things, LinkedIn, everything. So make sure to plug all of that and put it in the show notes so that people could find the podcast, obviously, as well. Hell yeah. The Danny Miranda podcast, wherever you listen, that's like Danny and then Miranda, like the rights, Miranda rights. And uh, <laughs> so the Danny Miranda podcast is available wherever you listen to podcasts. And you can find me on Twitter. Hey, Danny Miranda. So thank you so much for having me, man. This was so much fun and awesome. Uh, super excited for it to go live. Absolutely. And thank you for coming on, man. I really appreciate you answering so quickly and being interested to come on on the podcast. Like I said, it was just a authentic curiosity and the energy I saw across the other ones. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to reach out and see see what he's up to and if he's up for the podcast. And you were quick with it, man. So I just want to say thank you and, and thanks for being a guest. And I'm uh, I'm sure I'm going to catch you on the other side when you're at like, you know, 100,000 downloads or whatever else it is. And then we can talk about what the fuck happened from 40 to 100,000. <laughs> <laughs> Just a fun journey. Just a fun exactly. journey. Exactly. Exactly, man. I appreciate you, Dan. Hell yeah. Well, you made it to the end of the episode. Thank you so much for tuning into What Is My Brain podcast. I hope you enjoyed it and I hope you got some value out of it. Make sure you hit the subscribe button or the follow button to get notified when new episodes are live. I'm out. Thank you.